Hello, welcome to the Radiate Podcast. We're here to connect, encourage, and empower you to radiate the message of Jesus to yourself, your neighbors, and the world. I'm your host, Steve Presswood. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to this special episode of the Radiate Podcast. I'm your guest host, Ellen Warner. And the reason that I'm your guest host today is that our guest today is the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Presswood. Steve, happy to have you here. Great. Thank you so much. Good to be here. Good to be interviewed. Is it? Yeah. How does it feel to be to be the interviewee instead of the interviewer? Oh, <clears throat> I guess I suspected because you'd all already indicated that you wanted to flip the roles uh, days ago that this had to happen. So it's fun. It'll be fun to have you interview me. You're one of my favorite people, so we should have a good time. That's so kind. <laughs> However, let the record reflect that it was first your idea to be interviewed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> it just makes the most sense for me to interview you because I live upstairs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, Steve, you have been hard at work the past couple of weeks producing this podcast, doing all sorts of sound mixing and editing and things that I'm probably not even using the correct terms for to, to produce the Radiate podcast. What is one just one thing that you've learned in the past few weeks about podcasting. Uh, my music is not the music for the generation I serve. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we'll have to reserve that discussion for when we do our humorous episode coming up. Yeah, we have a bonus episode coming in the near future where you can look forward to the original idea for the intro. Um, yeah, the, the radiate the music. The intro music yeah. to be played. <clears throat> To so. use Elizabeth's idea that she talked about during her interview, uh, the light motif. Oh yeah, a light motif. <laughs> what was what you produced a light motif? Yeah, essentially, sure. Just just something to set up uh, the flavor of what you're doing. So, yeah, the flavor of what I was originally envisioning is great for an audience that's maybe about thirty years older than I'm trying to pitch this to. I mean, so I got some help getting my music in order. Anyway, let's not use that one. We'll use that one another day. <laughs> Uh, probably the thing that I didn't recognize, I knew there was some of this out there, the tech side of this. There's a lot more to it than meets the eye. So you need to have some gear. Uh, you need to have some uh, knowledge of uh, a lot of things to make it sound reasonably good. And I think we're doing okay, but uh, I'm learning stuff every day. Great. Steve, we've, we've asked this question to several of our guests on the podcast, and I'm curious how you would answer it. Would you tell us a little about yourself? <laughs> sure. So I'm 62. Uh, it's kind of funny to be able to say I'm in my 60s because I remember when my dad hit his 60s, I thought, wow, uh, the ancient of days. <laughs> <laughs> not God, of course, not not referring to uh, my dad uh, in the God likeness at all. Don't mean to be flippant. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, here I am. And um, I I'm really enjoying my 60s. Honestly, it feels like I've learned enough stuff so that I'm not having to figure out things over and over again. Some things are really easy and uh, it's a good place in life. Our children are out of the house. We finished raising them. And so it's just me and Cindy again, and we're, uh, we're enjoying the work that we're involved in. Yeah. You and Cindy and what? 
And me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you're upstairs. I know you're in the house. Uh, it's just, it has a different feel now that we're empty nesters. That's all I meant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So quickly, so quickly forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you feel different when you turned sixty? No. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, the difference between uh, fifty and sixty is pronounced. Uh, sixty to sixty-one, you know, or fifty-nine to sixty. No, I didn't feel that. Uh, with each successive year, though, there's some new <clears throat> hurdle to overcome physically. Mentally, though, I'm so sharp I can't even think of the next word. Well, Steve, when we were when we were all putting our heads together, when you and Jacob and I talked about what we wanted the main focus and then subsequently the tagline of the Radiate podcast to be, we decided on we're here to connect, encourage, and empower you to radiate the message of Jesus to yourself, your neighbors, and the world. So the listeners will recall that Jacob and I discussed the words connect, encourage, and empower. And if you haven't caught that yet, you can hear it on our very first episode. But what we haven't talked about yet is the second half of that statement. Would you shed some light on what it means to radiate the message of Jesus to yourself? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> so if I may, I want to bring in my life verse. Please. Uh, my life verse is uh, John fifteen sixteen. But before that, I just guess I'd uh, tell you what my secondary life verse is. Uh, it's uh, Leviticus thirteen forty. And it says, uh, a man who has lost his hair and is bald is clean. So just for the listeners out there who don't know me, I'm bald. And uh, there it is in Leviticus. Uh, it declares me clean as well. So, Congratulations. Maybe that's a misuse of the scriptures just a little bit. Perhaps even uh, poor exegesis, poor interpretation. Anyway, uh, my life verse, John fifteen sixteen, says, You did not choose me. This is Jesus speaking. But I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, fruit that, that would remain. That's the first part of the verse. I'm not going to quote the second half because that's the key part that I want to focus on. Jesus' whole reason for assembling the 12 men that he ended up spending extended time together was so that he might impart to them the very life of, uh, of what God is intending us to become. So he imparted it both with what he said and what he did. With, uh, as we say, sometimes just to be cute, by life and lip. So he was what he taught them. And he taught them uh, very extensively what he wanted them to be. But he was the very thing he was trying to teach them. And he, in, in turn, turns around and says, and now you guys have this same um, mission to do that I've had. So we find that, of course, in uh, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, he says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. He is telling them to do exactly what he just finished doing with them in the last three years that he'd spent with them. But here he is at the end of his life in John 15, 16, and saying, uh, I, you didn't choose me. Uh, in the common way that uh, that rabbis choose disciples, you didn't come to me and say, hey, I want to be taught by you. Instead, I picked you guys and I asked you to stay with me. But my whole point in this thing, my end goal was that you might go and bear fruit, that you might reproduce in others uh, the thing that I have put into you. But here's the kicker, and this is where this uh, Radiate um, intro tagline comes that I think it does such a good job of, of expressing a key idea. We cannot teach others 
to do something that we ourselves don't do. I can't make another disciple if I am not myself a disciple. So I think this is uh, fundamental to the whole process of discipleship. If I want to make a disciple, I need to be a disciple of Jesus first. Yeah, that's neat. So what does that look like in, in your life for you to remind yourself of the message of Jesus? At the beginning of this chapter, Jesus says that my father is the vine grower, but that I'm the vine and you are the branches. I have to spend time doing this thing that Jesus is uh, both hinting at at the beginning of this uh, metaphor, but also that he states really clearly, you must abide in me. Abiding in Jesus is an active pursuit. It is not something I can do uh, by simply <clears throat> thinking hard. Uh, I need to spend time listening to Jesus. So I go into his word every day. I have to then uh, think carefully so that I understand the implications of what's there, understand the truths, correctly interpret, very different from my Leviticus 1340 passage. I have to think rightly about what I'm reading. Then I need to make sure that I uh, take into me and totally embrace at a mental level, but also at a at uh, emotional, spiritual, all the parts of what I am, I've got to put that into practice in my life. So I like to say that uh, where I find gaps between the ideal and between, uh, I'm sorry, between the ideal and what I am, I've got to close the gaps or I've got to ask God to help me close the gaps. Identify where there are gaps, what I need to do to, to close them. Ask for God's help, pray for his help, ask others to to give me input that helps me to, to know how and then to uh, stay on task and do that well. So if somebody is just starting out in understanding the message of Jesus, what what is one step that they could take to, because you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. What's one step that somebody who's new to this could take to to understand and to get deep into their own heart, the message of Jesus, sure. which as is much as, you know, the yeah, gospel? It's a great question. As much as what I just said is doable by any individual, most individuals, at least, uh, you, you kind of need to be literate. Uh, but the truth is, is this this whole thing is facilitated best. It's catalyzed uh, by having other people around us who know it and do it well. So I think uh, that the thing that uh, would propel most people to make headway here is to recognize uh, someone in their life who's much further along in terms of walking with Jesus, in terms of maturity, uh, and then go to that person and say, would you help me go to become a mature disciple of Jesus? Uh, help me find the weak parts of my life. Help me to learn how to go to the word. Help me to learn all that's needed to pull this off. If you would humor me, because we've got the time, what's what's a story of a time in your life when somebody helped you learn? Like somebody did for you what you're talking about. Yeah. Came alongside <clears> you. There are you. two men who loom large in my mind in terms of, uh, giving me mentorship, helping me, discipling me intentionally. Uh, one of them is the first guy I ever met when I was sort of hungry for and knew I needed help, uh, a navigator by the name of Harvey Soderholm. Uh, Harvey and I didn't spend um, uh, a lot of hours together, really, uh, because we lived so far apart. But I would go and visit him about once every year, year and a half. And uh, so we, we'd spend... Uh, some, oh, three to four days usually in that time, uh, you know, about every year or so, and uh, talk extensively. I'd spend 
just the whole day with him, except for the time we were sleeping in our own beds. Uh, but we'd be be together all day long from breakfast until time to go to bed. And I uh, got to see his life, understand what he did. He was uh, the first navigator I ever met, but the guy that I spent the most time with, Steve Moore. Steve Moore uh, lived about an hour and a sorry, about two hours north of me. And I'd drive a little over halfway and he'd drive just under halfway uh, so that we could uh, meet together at least once a week for a good while. And then once every two weeks, uh, once we kind of had a good pattern going. And uh, Steve just helped me with all the details of how a person can put in the disciplines that help them to walk well with Jesus. And then he'd help me by pointing out things that he could see that I couldn't, blind spots where I needed to make some progress that I hadn't made yet and needed to. Steve, thanks so much for, for coming on your own show today. Um, it was really neat to have you. And if anybody if anybody is hearing this and wondering where they can get connected with the things that we've been talking about with um, growing in your relationship with God and radiating the message of Jesus, or even just understanding what is the message of Jesus, feel free to go to our website at osunavs.org. And you can contact us through there. There are other resources posted there. Or you can connect with us on social media Facebook or Instagram at OSU Navs. So that's all we've got for today. But Steve, thanks for thanks for being a guest. Yeah, you bet. It was a lot of fun. And just in case this navigator gig doesn't work out for you, maybe you can go into podcasting. Maybe. Thanks for tuning in to Radiate. You can continue to listen wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect to us online at osunavs.org and on Instagram at osunavs. See you next time, and until then, keep radiating the message of Jesus.